This podcast is brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate delivers the best in geek and gaming gear. From collectibles, apparel, and tech gadgets to art and other epic gear, it's like having Comic-Con in a box. Loot Crate also features individual subscription boxes for gaming, anime, Marvel, and WWE fans, and plans begin at just $24.99 a month. So head on over to cinemageekly.com slash lootcrate, or click the support us link in the show notes for this episode. You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. It's a brand new episode of What Comes Next, Cinema Geekly's NXT Companion Podcast. It is Anthony and Jacqueline, and we're back to talk more NXT on the WWE and USA Networks. It's their 584th episode, as we are drawing closer to our 100th episode. I cannot believe we have had 100 episodes of this. When you need to let me know when it's more, it's 100 so I can have some cake. Okay, because we're like really close. I feel like we need a cake. <laughs> okay, I mean, cake is cake can be good. Is that what they do for all the TV shows? Like, they get them the sheet cake? Like, I just Oh, for, like, the 100th episode? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, the big celebration? Like, ah, oh, you made it to 100 episodes. Now you can... Now, now, Jacqueline, we can be put into podcast syndication. I think that was uh, always yeah. the... Wasn't that always the... the uh, yeah, wasn't that always the reason? Was um, a TV mm. show could go into syndication? With that many? Maybe. Um, looking back, uh, looking at the Cinema Geekly website right now, this is the 98th episode of Shit, what We're only two weeks next. away from 100? That's crazy. Okay. okay. Hold on. I got I to gotta put a reminder in to get some cake. Get cake. Two weeks. Two weeks from yes. now, get cake. Cake. Uh, write 100 on top of it, too. <laughs> I will Don't also, I will, I will get, I, maybe I'll get cupcakes or something. I don't know if I want to get like a whole ass cake, but... I will get oh. something. Oh no, my gross our grocery store sells slices of cakes. So I'm not, I'm gonna be like Perfect. reasonable about this. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Get, yeah, we don't want to go. Yeah, we don't want to go overboard. No, no. <laughs> Ooh, carrot cake, that is not a bad choice. Um, right. okay, let's 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 okay. not talk about food. Uh, it's too late into the evening to talk about it. Uh, let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about uh, what happened on NXT this week. The fallout from the Halloween Havoc uh, special episode. Yeah. Some wrestling. Yes. Um, though we start off, we go right into a match. It's uh, Ember Moon and Dakota Kai. Sadly, mm-hmm. not the main event this week. No. Um, all right. So we have Ember enters, and then we get a recap of Halloween Havoc. Weird. Which is bizarre. Like, I don't know why they did that. They make some weird editing choices. Yes. So, um, so we went over Halloween Havoc last week. I won't get too much into it. We're just going to get right into the match. Mm-hmm. Um, so the crowd here behind Ember and Dakota just given some great side eye to start off because she is not happy about it. 
Uh, Ember and Dakota have each other by the neck and are rolling around, taking each other down without breaking the hold. Ember getting a hold on Dakota here, but Dakota gets out of it. Uh, now Dakota has Ember in a hold, and Raquel is cheering her on from the outside. Ember gets up, but Dakota taking her right back down again with a big hip toss, but Ember reverses with another hold with Dakota's head in between Ember's knees. It was real weird, but mm-hmm. kind of cool. Dakota struggles but gets back to her feet and Dakota with another hold on Ember, kicking the back of Ember's head to take her down. Ember getting back up, some hits back and forth and Ember unleashes, ending the sequence with a senton that looks much better than Shotzi's. Ooh, shots fired. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) Ember trying to get Dakota by the hair in the corner, but Dakota reverses and then pulls down on Ember's arm while Dakota is hanging upside down outside the ring. Yes. Dakota gaining the offense now and throws Ember into the corner, taking Ember down. Dakota with some big stomps, flips Ember by her neck and back to work on that arm. Ember trying really hard to get up, but Dakota just locked into this hold. Uh, Ember gets up, lifts Dakota while Dakota is holding, still holding on to Ember's arm and throws her back down to the mat to break the hold. Ember has some power. Mm-hmm. She now uses the ropes to jump off and kick Dakota in the face. Ember takes down Dakota with a baseball slide and is on the outside, then with a huge kick to Dakota's face. Another one. Mm-hmm. Ember goes flying out of the ring, and Dakota goes into the plexiglass. Ember tries for a second hit, but Dakota moves out of the way, and Ember goes into the barrier. Ember with a great takedown by laying on the mat and using her legs to grab Dakota's neck for her for the first near fall. Dakota now gets Ember down for a near fall. Raquel dumbfounded on the outside. <laughs> Yep. Both yep, both ladies slowly getting to their feet. Dakota gets Ember on her shoulders, but Ember wiggles off and then a big kick by Dakota. Ember with a cool flying knee move off the corner to take Dakota down for a two. Now the big slugs, Ember taunting Dakota um, to hit her in the face, but Ember counters and gets Dakota with a cross face. Dakota able to use that to roll up Ember, and then Ember gets Dakota in a crucifix, and just so much back and forth, and these ladies just both want to win. Dakota with another hold on Ember, able to break it by getting her foot on the rope, and Dakota's face is in such disbelief. Uh, Dakota with some big hits as these ladies make their way back to their feet, but Ember's... uh, Oh, Jesus. Um, But Ember's face just flips and comes out with her battle cry and just unloads. Mm. Dakota gets tossed into the corner and Ember chases her down to make sure it is painful. Big hip toss. Ember goes up to the top rope, but Raquel starts yelling from the apron, which is just enough of a distraction for Dakota to be able to get this crazy kick to Ember's face as she is falling off the rope. No idea what the name of the move is. And she picks up the win. Yes. I think that might be a new move. It was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I really like mm-hmm. these two worked really hard. Uh, I really, they did. I really like this match. This might... Actually, this might be my favorite match on the show. Um, it was one of my favorite matches. But I, I will say I did score a few of the matches the same. So. Oh, okay. Um, Number-wise. Oh, well, what did you give this one? I'm curious. I gave it a three. I did really like it. I think they both work very well to- together, and I am excited about their rivalry. Okay, yeah. So we're really close on this one. I gave it three and a quarter, and mm. I I like Dakota Kai more and more all the time. I mean, I know what they're doing with Ember Moon. They're getting her mm-hmm. ready for that 
the championships, uh, like the number one contender spot. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I know what they're doing there, but man, do I love Dakota Kai so much. Uh, they, the, the hit they took when Ember did that suicide dive to the outside, mm-hmm. the one that, the one that hit with Dakota, they crashed into that barricade so hard. Yes. Um, they're just cra- they're just crazy. They don't care. Uh, I I love it. I think they worked really well together. Um, they Gra- do. Grapple gave this three point two nine. Wow, Grapple. Mm-hmm. Ew. And to that point, though, I still think that they that this the world the whatever this wrestling center thing is called is still poorly designed because yeah. the barricade is just too close to the mat- the mm-hmm. ring. Mm-hmm. Y'all did that wrong. The Capital Wrestling Center. Yes. Whatever. The Performance Center. Yes. It's the CWC instead of the WCW. I get it. Yeah. The cruiserweight <laughs> classic. Um, <laughs> been there, done that, guys. Yeah. Moving on. All right. Next, we got a backstage with Cameron Grimes. Oh, my goodness. And he is jumpy, saying he didn't really lose his match at Halloween Havoc, which I guess I believe. Sure. Um, Grimes saying what happened last week doesn't matter because it was weeks ago and man was that 2020 <laughs> <laughs> yep uh, a ref comes in and Grimes freaks out because it's the zombie ref and he runs away screaming I love this damn character but he's not a zombie though he looks normal oh yeah sorry the ref was normal so but clearly uh, Cameron Grimes was halluc- yeah he was hallucinating he was maybe slipped drugs or perhaps uh I don't know. Is it is it possible he was hypnotized? Perhaps uh, this could be one of Dexter Loomis's many talents. Um, he was hypnotized by the wheel. That's right. Those <laughs> wheels. Um, I mean, I <laughs> it's really goofy. He thinks the referee is a zombie. The referee has no idea what he's talking about. Yeah. Uh, yes. Which just made it even more fun. That would play into the match that we would get next. Um, before we get into that yes. match, though, um, Shotzi Blackheart backstage, um, and she was able to pick her opponent as a reward for hosting Halloween Havoc, and she has picked Tony Storm. Mm-hmm. Even though the host of Halloween Havoc did not do very much except spin the wheel twice, but that's neither here nor there. Yep. I'm like hating on Shotzi right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, it didn't. <laughs> Not a lot happened in this episode to make me like her more either, which is weird because yeah. I was kind of on the Shotzi love train for a little bit, but. Yeah, I don't know. We'll get into her match. But uh, next we have uh, Kushida versus yes. Cameron Grimes. Mm-hmm. Grimes looking crazier than usual. <laughs> and Kushida is just ready to fight. Um, yes. But Grimes is like. I am just going to stay away. Yeah. Um, like he actually did not try to get into the fight after the bell rang. Mm-hmm. It was, he was committing to this bit. Yep. Like no one else I've seen. And it was wonderful. He sure did. Okay. Finally, they go to hold hands and Kushida is just ready to <laughs> grapple. So Kushida gets Grimes down for one early and looking to get the arm stretch, but Grimes flips him to get out of it. Kushida just dominating in all kinds of ways here and finally gets Grimes' arm. Kushida's Oh, side note, Kushida's still wearing jeans and a belt. Yes. Not, I don't I don't like the new look, Kushida. He's gone Go full Marty McFly cosplay. Yes. Yeah. Ugh, I don't love it. Grimes able to come back a bit and is going to work on Kushida's face. Uh, that shouldn't be allowed. 
Big hip toss into an arm bar by, by Kushida. Grimes rolls him up for a one, and Kushida still has the arm and able to keep Grimes from touching the ropes um, because he's reaching for it, and Kushida really trying to rip Grimes apart. Drop kick to the face, and Kushida picks up a two. Grimes starts to get some offense in now with two kicks and a few hits to the face, and now Grimes trying to work on Kushida's arm, but Kushida uh, knows how to reverse that, and Kushida basically does a reverse Shana, Shana Baszler arm stomp. Mm-hmm. Um, Kushida back to the left arm of Grimes, but Grimes back to his feet and able to get some uh, hits to break the hold. Grimes tries for a suplex, but Kushida reverses for a two. Grimes carries Kushida over the top rope to take him out for a moment. Kicks to the face by Grimes, but Kushida responding in kind. Picking up some... Oh, my... Sorry. Really funny. My uh, autocorrect, uh, I meant to write picking up some steam, but mm-hmm. I wrote picking up some steak. Uh, so, <laughs> Delicious. So, <laughs> so, confuse me for a second. Uh, picking up some steam with a handspring off the ropes, Kushida gets Grimes down with a hip toss, then a drop kick to the face, followed by maybe a Pele kick? I don't know. It's kind of what it looked like. Mm-hmm. Kushida takes Grimes over the top rope and then pushes him from the apron to the floor. Kushida on the top rope, and Grimes gets back in the ring. Kushida goes flying to pick up a two, um, and he's still holding onto that arm, but Grimes able to reverse for a two. Grimes with a giant power bomb again to pick up a two. Grimes puts Kushida to sit on the top rope. Kushida ready for a break, but now both guys on the rope, and Kushida able to get Grimes to the side and puts on the hoverboard lock, and both men jump off the top rope to the mat. Kushida follows up with a kick to Grimes' hurt arm. Grimes then goes into the ref. The ref gets hurt and rolls out of the ring onto the floor. Kushida puts on the hoverboard lock and Grimes taps, but there's no ref there. Mm -hmm. The match keeps going and Grimes gets the Spanish fly in the middle of the ring and had the three, but still no ref. Now the not zombie zombie ref comes out and Grimes is so (laughs) freaked out, but that Kushida is able to put the arm bar on and wins. Yes. Uh, That is not even the whole bit of the, the joke even, I don't think here, which well, number one, when this referee comes running out, Beth Phoenix is just like, it's the zombie ref. And I'm like, <laughs> like no, it's not. He looks like a human. Uh, but to like Cameron Grimes, I guess he sees a zombie. Zombie. Yeah. Does. Like, I can't imagine like he's freaked out by seeing this person who was a zombie and now he doesn't look like a zombie. So my feeling is that when Cameron Grimes sees him, he still looks he like sees a zombie. zombie. Yeah, probably. So the referee was trying to be like, hey, I'm here to ref the match. And Cameron Grimes is freaking out. Right. He's running all over the place trying to get away from the ref. And mm. not paying attention to Kushida, who then puts him in the arm, like the arm bar, the arm lock. And yeah. Cameron Grimes is fighting. He's suffering in this hold until the ref goes to check on him, you know, to be like, hey, do you submit? And then Cameron Grimes sees the referee. His eyes bug out and he freaks out and he starts tapping because he needs to get away from the zombie referee. <laughs> I believe that was the intended ending was- of the match. Oh, I did not understand that piece, I guess. Yeah, I, I went uh, back and watched it a couple of times, and he looks, like, right at the ref, and he's like, ah! Like, he's got, like, mouth agape. His eyes are, like, you know, jumping out of his skull. So, yeah. So I liked this match. My problem with it, though, is that Kushida should have just won it. Like, no reason for all the theatrics. The silliness. Yeah, that's why I gave it a three. 
I um, also gave it a three. I think I agree with you. There is a, I do like silliness in my wrestling. Um, it mm-hmm. can be good, but it needs to be there. There is a threshold for me. And one wrestler hallucinating, thinking that the referee is a zombie and is scared of him is beyond my threshold. I mean, it's funny See, for the backstage comedy, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't like it playing out so much in the ring. Uh, but grapple. would have been. Oh, go ahead. Oh. I said I would have been more okay with it if it wasn't a Kushida match. Yes. Kushida needs uh, more seriousness, I think. Uh, yes. He stuff. deserves it from all of us. Yes. Uh, Grapple gave it a 3.21. So they okay. liked it a little bit more than we did, but I think we were knocking some points off there. Grapple liked in this episode so far. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, they better not have liked the next match that we got, so. Well. Before we get there, yes. we get a Tony Storm video. Uh, she says she's using Shotzi as a stepping stone. Mm-hmm. Lots of people acting as stones in the women's division. Uh, <laughs> not sure why. That was that was Dakota Kai's whole problem with Ember Moon. I'm very confused why why we have stones. Everyone's a stepping but stone these days. It's crazy. Then we get an Io Shirai video, and they're building up a Rhea Ripley rivalry. Um, and not really building it up. She's just saying, Rhea, you're next. Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of crazy to me that she just gets to say, you. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I get to but choose. It's go- yeah. But it's going to be amazing. So mm-hmm. excited for it. Would like more build up. Yes. Next, now we get to another match. It is the Furry and the Fury versus Everrise. <laughs> and I will always call them that. Yes, you will. Um. And uh, so first question, how are they still going against each other? I feel like I've seen this every week. Right? Um, has it been Everrise every week? It's, yeah, weren't they the two guys in the back? They've been doing a lot together, these four. Come yeah, over it. it's an ongoing feud. It never ends, apparently, even though Everrise never wins. Why is Everrise here? All right, <laughs> everyone is in the ring to begin with. Uh, and then Dane starts uh, with Chase Parker. I'm learning their names. Yes. Um, uh, Drake tags himself in, and Dane uses Drake to put him on the floor and trip Parker. Dane then maybe a senton or something, and then throws Drake into Parker for a near fall. Martell tags in. See, both names, mm-hmm. and they are doing a and they are trying to kill Drake, basically. Um, Parker back in, and they pick up a near fall. Drake be- just being demolished. Parker has Drake in an arm hold. This match has slowed significantly. Mm-hmm. Drake up and an elbow to the back of the neck. Drake trying to crawl to his corner, gets a big uppercut on Parker and a foot to the face in the corner. Drake able to get Parker out of the ring by putting him through the ropes, and rather than tag, he jumps out of the ring, too. Stupid Drake. We get a picture in picture now, and no one cares about the match anymore because Pat McAfee and his crew are rolling up and going to let themselves be known. This match is still going on, and Drake somehow is still in it. Uh, Here come McAfee and his guys. Match ends in a DQ, and honestly, it's fine. No one cares. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Gave it a one. Uh, One and a half. Oh, very generous. Yeah. You know what, though? I think it was really because, like, that picture-in-picture thing just happened, and I was like, all right, like, at least we all know where we're at. Yeah. 
Um, Grapple gave it one and one, a 1.14. So, okay. yeah, not great. We're all there. All right. And now I do, uh, I do talk quite significantly, almost giving some word for words as to Pat McAfee's speech in the ring. Well, cause it's because great. Because I felt it was important. Yes. Um, but before we get there, Oni and Danny going against Killian Dane, Pete Dunn's taking on Drake. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. I know he said, <laughs> I know he said it last week, but Pete Dunn is just ridiculously built by now. Yep. Right now, uh, and Pete Mac- Pat McAfee, not Pete, Pat McAfee, is filming all of this. Somehow he has the <laughs> he's, camera. He's still I the camera. Don't, I don't know how that happened, but it is great. Mm-hmm. Um, Oni may be the only person, only wrestler who looks bigger with pants on. Let me explain. <laughs> Most wrestlers, <laughs> their legs look a lot thinner when they are wearing jeans. <laughs> True. Oni Lorcan looks more built. I don't know how it happens, but mazel there. Maybe it's like the cut <laughs> of the jean, maybe? Maybe, uh, maybe. He found a good pair of pants. Yes. Congratulations, <laughs> Oni Lorcan. Um, Pete Dunn looks orange and drunk. They do a uh, <laughs> Pat McAfee turns the camera around for like a video selfie, and Pete mm-hmm. Dunn does it. It was not flattering. Um, <laughs> he needs to lay off the spray tan. All right, now we are in the ring uh, with these four. I don't know what they're called yet, but I God, I can't wait for their name. Yeah. Um, Pat saying they're different because they're not a bunch of scumbags. He's funny. <laughs> um, they are retiring undisputed era. Yes. Um, and I think this is a pretty great angle. So um, going all the way back to the beginning, and I really like they had pictures of Undisputed Era in the background when they made their debut. Um, and it honestly could have just been their Hall of Fame induction speech. Mm-hmm. Like it was just take the, you know, sarcastic tone out of it. Um, yeah. Pete, Pete Dunn, we get an explanation, not forgiving or forgetting when Roderick Strong turned on him like two years ago. Mm-hmm. He, it's the, it's the slow play here. Yes. Um, also, Pat McAfee, also a fan of Pete Dunne's new ripped arms. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just love this group. Like, he called this out. Everyone's great. Um, Danny and Oni are pissed because Undisputed Era got the push time and time again. I believe the storyline, because how mad do you get in everyday life for getting passed up? Sure. So I believe after years of this, you want to you want to take come together to take out a common enemy. Mm-hmm. So um, they have an Undisputed Era flag, um, and this bar gets lowered from the ceiling. They're going to go retire this flag. Yes. Um, But Pat McAfee's like, you know what, guys? I think we should vote on this. Let's let's see. Are you guys all okay with this? Or do you want to just throw it in the trash? So they all vote to throw (laughs) it in the trash. trash. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Pat McAfee... Also calling Vic Joseph a piece of trash on the mic. Yeah, for no reason. <laughs> he just did it. So, so Oni Lorkin gets out one of the, the metal trash cans from under the ring, um, and they're just going to light the sum of bitch on fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pete Dunn just so happens to have lighter fluid. As one does. <laughs> and Pat is just killing this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, still no group, no, no group name. Yeah. Here's here's what I think makes sense for a go forward for them. Mm-hmm. Besides war games, right? Because yeah. that's happening. Um, <laughs> if Finn retains the belt, because we still don't know that. I'm yep. thinking yes, because we haven't heard that he doesn't have it anymore. Mm-hmm. 
um, is for Pete Dunn to go after it now. <laughs> oh, that would be smart. Yeah. Right. Right. So put give him the push, but keep McAfee in the middle as the mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, so the four guys start leaving the ring and they go back outside to their giant vehicle. Yes. Um, and Killian Dane is waiting outside for them mm-hmm. um, to sense. jump them. Yeah, because he's mad. Right. Mm-hmm. And then but no. He gets his ass handed to him, yep. and Pete brutally kicking the car door into Dane's face, and McAfee responding. This is my favorite part. Mm-hmm. With it's a little aggressive. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> and, I just, <laughs> he's and oh my so god, is it, it's just great. I almost feel like that. Like I hope he's not scripted all the time. <laughs> I don't think he is uh, at all. I think he's bullet pointed, and he just gets to do whatever he wants. <laughs> That's yeah, because he he doesn't need it. He's pretty damn good. <laughs> yeah, he's really good. Um, I really enjoyed. I love the whole setup with the retirement ceremony thing. He talked yeah. about how undisputed era's time. It was a good time, but that time has passed. There comes a time when you need to to honor the past while acknowledging the future is so much better. Um, mm-hmm. Like, he really set it up. And he's like, uh, you know what, though? This is a democracy. We should maybe vote on this. He's like, I thought this was a good idea, but maybe I'm wrong. Uh, and then he he doesn't even suggest, like, should we do it or should we not? He's like, right. should we do it or should we maybe, I don't know, just just throw it in the trash? Throw it in the trash can? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, definitely <laughs> throw it do in the that. trash. He's so good. <laughs> it was, it was so oh. much fun. Um, it really was. Yeah, they're so, a great group. They really are. I'm excited mm-hmm. to see more of them. So, um, Johnny Gargano is at home playing the game of life to <laughs> yes, show how much he loves wheels. <laughs> and he is wearing a track jacket that has both his and Candace's like logos. Yes. I love it. They are a team. He, they are. Skeet Ulrich also there playing <laughs> life. Yes, this the, is the wackiest episode of NXT. <laughs> oh, by far. It was super weird. <laughs> um, Johnny Gargano making the announcement. Oh. <laughs> I just want to say, I think I know that I we talked about how I thought the idea In- was for the ghost killer to be Indy Hartwell. Indy Hartwell. But mm-hmm. the way that they did the stuff today on this episode, I mean, uh, mm-hmm. it sort of makes me feel like we're supposed to think when Johnny is there, it's Candace in the costume. And when Candace is there, it's Johnny in the costume because the ghost oh. person was just there on the couch. Like why would the, you know, why would the screen killer just be there on the couch? Um, They're friends. I don't know, but that makes more sense. Yeah. Now that you say that, um, Johnny makes the announcement though, that the North American title is up for grabs next week, but no opponent is named. My vote is Bronson Reed. I think he is going, if it's him picking somebody, it won't be somebody like Bronson Reed, but um, I'd like to see that. That would be a good match. Who? I mean, they didn't even announce it. it no. At the end of the episode, it's Johnny Gargano versus the question mark man. Yes. So, a mystery oh title God. defense. That's very exciting. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Next, we get our Tony Storm Shotzi Blackheart. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, match so um, Shotzi coming in ready to fight um, 
and a lot happening but tonight um they slow it oh wait so a lot happening happens and then they slow it down with big with a big kick to Shotzi Shotzi responds in the same way and then she tries to jump over the top rope but she slips and falls off the top rope it did not look it looked painful um but the match continues and Shotzi maybe with a step up in Siguri tries to get Tony in the corner but Tony winds up getting Shotzi there Shotzi with a kick to the face and then a Harakurana looking thing off the rope Mm -hmm. Shotzi tries for the senton and missed and then Tony lands a backside to Shotzi's face in the corner I don't know if that's also I don't know what that is a cannonball maybe yeah um the so now the announcer's all of a sudden saying, for some reason, Shotzi blames Tony for the disappearance of her tank. And I just didn't follow that. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony doing some work on Shotzi here. Tony with some big kicks to Shotzi's midsection. And now stretching, stretching Shotzi's neck. Shotzi trying to get out of the hold, but not working too well for her. Uh, both... Both ladies on their feet, and Tony takes down Shotzi for a two. Back to the neck thing. Tony takes uh, Shotzi down again for a two. This match slowing way too much. Tony gets a big suplex while holding Shotzi's neck again for a two. Shotzi picking up some offense, and she actually is starting to look kind of tired, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, Cannonball thing, I don't know what her moves are called um and tony picks up another two shotzi tries for an insiguri and tony catches shotzi's foot to get her down shotzi trying to run up the ropes but tony gets a suplex for a two and i really didn't think shotzi kicked out but who am i (laughs) uh (laughs) shotzi able to get the side suplex for a two this match is too long i get why it is uh like wait i get i get why but it is losing uh, it's losing it for me. Mm-hmm. Tony with a giant headbutt and gets a two. Tony on the apron with a shoulder to Shotzi's midsection and then blows over the rope. Mm, I don't know what that means. Shotzi with a kick to Tony to knock her a little loopy. Shotzi looking to take Tony back into the ring. And then Tony knocks Shotzi down and Shotzi going head first into the apron and everyone's on the ground. I honestly don't know if it was a move by Shotzi or Tony that got Shotzi out of the ring, but it did not look pretty. I think it was Tony Storm's now, move, but yeah. Was it? Okay. Um, now, there's a, the, a video comes up where, you know, the the Zoom audience was, and it's Candace to distract. Mm-hmm. She has Shotzi's tank and is keeping a watchful eye on it. Tony able to take advantage of the distraction and pick up the win. Yes. This was not a great match. I don't think either lady performed particularly well, but I give them a ton of credit for what they did. Yeah, this was one of those rare instances where as a match was going, I was liking it more. Uh, but then after it hit, like, because usually I can sort of tell, like I've seen a bazillion wrestling matches. So usually by the time a match hits a certain point, I'm like, oh, this is probably like a three or a three and a half or, you know, depending on like the match, I just have like a feeling of where it's going. Um, Mm -hmm. And this is one of those rare instances where as the match kept going, I, the score kept dropping (laughs) instead of going up. Uh, Yeah. The weird video thing. I mean, the match length was, it went a little too long. I know what they were doing here too. They want to have, Shotzi and Tony Storm both look good, so they don't want the match to be too quick. 
Um, they, right. wanted, they wanted to make it longer and competitive, uh, but it went on a little too long. And then the weird video thing, it's kind of like the second time they did something sort of like this on the show with the weird shenanigans. Um, we had it earlier with Zombie Referee, and now we have it here with Candice LeRae running over uh, Shotzi Blackheart's tank, which she sort of ran over. It really sort of just got pushed along the road uh, by this, like, Humvee or whatever. It was after the match that she did that, too. Oh, so. was, was that? Oh, no, that, you're right. That wasn't during the match. That yeah. was afterwards. Uh, whatever. It was yeah. still It was still weird. I gave it a two and a half. I gave it a two. Ooh, harsh. Especially considering where oh, Grapple was- left. Uh, Grapple gave it a 2.77. Almost three. Wow. I... You know what? I'm just it. It just did not do it for me. And I, Shotzi, I think I don't know if she, it's almost like she's like losing control a little bit. Like I don't know. She she's been making some mistakes recently. And again, I am not in the ring, and I am not a, like I, so. I should not be saying anything. But like I I I almost am like, girl, you, it's okay to slow down. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> take your yes. time. Yes, absolutely. So. That's my thing. All right. So um, we have Legato Del Fantasma in the parking lot, and a car comes speeding in. Uh, and it's <laughs> Jake Atlas. He's not happy, and he starts swinging at Mendoza. <laughs> um, as And then uh, he gets back in his car and drives away. Yes. It's so weird. But they are on, like, almost every week. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yep. I mean... But we, we say it every week, though. They're a good. They're a good act. They um, really are. Yes. They really are. Ugh, next, one of the worst moments. Mm. More Timothy Thatcher. And Thatch I is Thatch hate, can. I hate this gimmick. <laughs> You're done this, with it. I'm. I yes. I've. I have not been in on this Thatcher train. Um. Mm. So. Joaquim is the student with him this week uh, and we see a demonstration of yet another hold and then a reversal this is ridiculous what are they doing with Thatcher I'm thinking they don't know what to do um yeah, but I have lucky for you I have a great idea okay I think Thatcher should join McAfee's group because it was Pete Dunn who mm-hmm. brought him to NXT in the first place that's not a bad idea right what a great throwback mm-hmm. <laughs> and also I just want him and Oni Larkin to team up because they are all arms <laughs> <laughs> yes maybe that anyway. can be their maybe that can be their group name all arms yes <laughs> Anyway, so I I fixed it for you, NXT. Don't worry. Once again. Um, Then we have this guy named Austin Gray comes out, who's apparently the student that Thatcher took out the last time. Um, He comes out to attack Thatcher, and then this this bit ends. Just bizarre. Just bizarre. Really, really. So. And then, moving on... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we get um, Zia Lee backstage and finally sh- um, they're asking her about her letters 
Um, they are apparently from her family, and she needs to turn it around. William Regal coming out and presents Zaya with another letter. Zaya needs to take on Gonzalez next week. What a match. Regal just saying yes. Uh, he somehow knows what's going on here. Mm-hmm. But staying very British and tight-lipped about it. That's fine. Yes. Um, so I guess we're going to get uh, Zaya Lee and Raquel Gonzalez next week, which I don't think is going to be the main event, but I think it's going to be a fun match. <laughs> I think so, too. No, I agree. Uh, Rhea Ripley uh, video saying 2020 has been trash. Yes. Yes, Rhea, it has. Um, she's accepting EO's challenge, uh, and it's just it's just weird that she's getting challenged by a champion, no? Like, I don't know. Mm, yeah, it's a little weird. A little weird, but it is what it is. So we're getting that at some point. We don't know when. Yes. We do find out, though, that we're getting the Tag Team Championship rematch next week. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. <laughs> yes. Because, you know, it's, I'm hoping people get involved. I'm hoping just like everyone comes running at the ring. Mm-hmm. All right. Main event time. We get Velveteen Dream versus Tommaso Ciampa. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> and I'm like, before I'm going to, because I have a lot of notes here, so I'm going to try and get through them very, very quickly. Um, both men coming out swinging. Ciampa getting... Um, the neck of dream here early and now taking to the cast trying to pull it off dream gets out of the ring trump champa follows uh and champa goes into the chain link champa picking up dream and putting him down across the barricade then a knee to the face as dream is flailing over the barricade st- still dream is trying to talk to the announcers and champa gets a big hit to the face and then gets dream up on the announce table goes for the knee to the face again but stops and takes the arm with the cast and just hits it into the table back in the ring dream with uh dream with uh tries to get shoulders to the midsection of champa mm-hmm. i really think the crowd is chanting for kushida but i'm not sure <laughs> i was what it sounded like <laughs> what i heard um, <laughs> Dream ready to just walk away, but Ciampa not having it and brings him back to the ring by the hair. Brutal. For some reason, Dream thinks this is a good time to take his shirt off. Ciampa with some big hits trying to set up the fairy tale ending, but doesn't hit it, and then goes to work on Dream's arm. Dream on the ropes. Arm. down in such a way to get Dream's face into the rope. Dream back on the top rope and Ciampa delivering some big hits. Ciampa on the ropes too, looking to help Dream down, but Dream with some hits to put some uh, space between them. Ciampa back to, fo- to focus on the arm and Dream goes to Ciampa's eyes to get to get him down. Bit of a back and forth and then Dream with a big spine buster to stop the action. Dream now picking up some offense and puts on a haphazard hold, but Ciampa able to attack the arm again. Ciampa now some big hits off the ropes and then a big clothesline to take down Dream for now. Ciampa putting Dream back on the ropes. Ciampa up now two and a superplex off the top rope for a two. Mm Mm-hmm. Dream gets Ciampa on his shoulders, but Ciampa grabs for the rope and rolls out of the ring. Dream able to get him all the way down to the floor before getting back into the ring to try and finish it. I don't know what was happening, but Ciampa flips over the top rope backwards and brings Dream out after him. It looked nasty. 
but like graceful nasty mm-hmm. i don't know dream breaks the count and kicks champa into the stairs tossing champa back into the ring dream then takes the time to grab a chair no one knows why gives champa time to counter the move off the rope by delivering a huge knee to dream's face and set up uh for the willow's bell and then into the fairy tale ending for the three the right outcome here yes but here's my question is Chapa a good guy again uh who knows <laughs> i remember when nxt was so much more clear-cut uh than it is right now uh dream is a bad guy to me he's i think he's actually i think he's always just gonna be a bad guy to me honestly um but uh I was booing him yeah I mean, I was rooting for Ciampa in this match, but I don't think Ciampa is... I think Ciampa is still a bad guy. Um, mm. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, we don't know. And look, I tried to rate... I tried to be as fair as I possibly could with this match. Uh, it's difficult for me to get interested in any dream matches anymore. Um, mm-hmm. So I was trying to give Ciampa the benefit of the doubt here, and I gave them a three. As did I. Oh, okay. Uh, Grapple gave them a 3.34. So, uh, whatever. Uh, A little bit higher than us, but not overly uh, indulgent, I don't think, for them. So. Oh, I thought it was a good match. I didn't think it was like... um, It was much better than I had anticipated. So, that that was a you know, a bit of a win, but I don't know. This, this episode never like really took off for me. No, no, me either. Besides, yeah. Besides Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee was uh, (laughs) tremendous. I enjoyed the first match, but this was not as good as last week's show. Um, I mean, it wasn't going to be, but yeah. Do we know anything about the next episode? I don't think I do other than Johnny Gargano's phantom title defense. And um, the tag team title rematch. Did they? They did. Okay. Yeah, you did mention that. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, that makes that makes some sense. I mean, look, uh, Breezango. They need their uh, their rematch. So mm-hmm. makes sense. Uh, I get it. Uh, I guess I'm not particularly looking forward to that. No offense to Breezango. Um, they're fun, but. Uh, kind of more interested in what they're going to be doing with McAfee's group moving forward. And this is always one of those like half steps back that they do sometimes. So, um, you know, before they start moving forward. So I can't say I'm super duper excited about next week's episode either, given that, but we'll see what else they can do. They haven't announced everything, obviously. So uh, we'll try to remain optimistic. Yeah, maybe maybe there'll be a good matchup for Johnny Gargano. So, yeah, no, uh, I mean we'll see. I I feel like um, I still feel like it's going to be one of these things where he picks somebody and it's like nobody of consequence, that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Hopefully, it'll be good. Um, okay, everybody, uh, that is the podcast for this week. Head on over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the archives of the show. And, of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Just search for What Comes NXT. 
hit subscribe, and that way you can come back next time and hear us talk about more NXT on the WWE and USA Networks, featuring Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch, the Britam Brawlers, defending the NXT Tag Team Championship against Breezango. Zango.